0: To like about the Fremantle Football Club going into 2023. Again, they've just built a, a real happiness about the footy club right through their front office to their coaching staff and their playing group, and one man at the helm of that is Fremantle Docker's CEO Simon Garlic, who's put us off for some time.
1: Yeah, we well, so must spot. have a big announcement to make today.
0: Yeah, and you look, he just was counting the dollars, he was just chipping away. Two points <laughs> money. Yeah. He had a bit more counting to do. Probably counting now. Uncle Scrooge, $2.43 million. That's a handy little profit, Simon. You're not getting paid enough.
2: Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, gosh Yeah, I had a couple of sock drawers to sort out <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. Um, so I've got through that significant task and finally making time for
1: you, my friend. How have you been hiding the cash, Garlo?
2: No, we've got a, a couple more... Um, a suitable procedure than that now, Scotty. Mm-hmm. But um, no, a really, really pleasing result. Um, uh, it'll sound like the obvious thing to say, but testament to our members and fans with a remarkable supporter base and, and they've supported us incredibly well through the challenging period that COVID provided us, and um, and again, last year when you know we were happy to repay them with a bit of a return to form and, and obviously a, a good run into the finals, which um, which created some great crowds and a few uplifts for us, which was fantastic.
0: I'm not very good with money myself, and I'm not very good reading financial booklets and all that sort of stuff, but where did you make your money? Where, is it just from membership, or it, where does the cash
2: come in? First thing is, gosh, they're called financial reports, as Thank opposed you. to booklets, so <laughs> let's just get... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm glad you said that, mate. Um, yeah, no. Look, we we actually enjoyed um, revenue increases across all of our our significant revenue lines. Goss um, membership was really strong. Uh, corporate support was was really solid for us. Where we did, um, I think, probably exceed our expectations and certainly our budget was towards the back end of the year. As you guys will know, it was a floating fixture throughout the year and. The broadcasters and the AFLs are pretty open and transparent about the fact that they um, look to put the teams that are performing well and playing competitive footy in the, in the right time slots or, or the sought-after time slots. So we got a run-in on the way home with um, significant you know, drawing teams as our opposition at home in particular on Friday and Saturday nights. And that that Friday afternoon slot for us around 5.40 or so um, is, a, is a ripper because it allows our, our regional supporters to get there without having to travel home too late. Um, all of our Metro supporters have got through their community footy and community sport and the like. So we had some bumper crowds that were fantastic for us. So that really assisted us um, at the back end of the year and helped this result.
1: What's the most important bit, Galo? Is it the sponsorship or is it membership? That uh, obviously crowds are, are a big factor, but the members are... Uh, where the most of the coin comes from, or is it outside sponsorship dollars?
2: No, nah, you're right, Scotty, and, and you'll hear clubs talk about it being the lifeblood, and it really is. It's a significant um, revenue light item, apart from the AFL funding component of it, is our membership, and, and ours is now growing. We're, we've got an aim to get to 61,000 members um, this year and we've got a, a membership group who are incredibly um, committed and supported but starting to slowly grow as well too. So that really is a backbone of your of your financial budget in the year and then things like corporate support are incredibly significant and um, and add to it. But your membership really is that lifeblood, as I said.
0: Um, Lisa Webb has been signed on as your AFLW coach, which is fantastic. Now, may I ask... Did you, did you handle the process well from the time Trent Cooper left? It just seemed an inordinate amount of time that you get rid of a coach. Everyone thinks that you had someone earmarked because you only do that. Did, if you had your time again, would you have done the process any better or any different?
2: No, not at all, Goss. I actually mentioned to our board on, on Tuesday that I've, I've been involved in um, – in now three processes um two directly uh, and and one indirectly as a consultant to assist in the appointment of an afl senior coach and this process that we run was as as it should be uh, as robust and as far as professional as, as each of those others that i had been involved in um and and we didn't want to cut any corner the, the beauty of the position we're in in this instance goss was that there was no competitive tension um we were in market, uh, to our knowledge, there's, there, there might have been one or two other AFLW clubs at a similar um, stage. Carlton have obviously made a late change to their coaching um, structure. But at that point in time, um, we obviously wanted to make the process as quick as we possibly could, but we weren't going to compromise it in any way. So the, the fact that Christmas was in the middle of it probably increased it by a couple of weeks, I'd suggest. But we got well underway before then and then really started the heat after, after that. So... You know, I was as impressed as any, um, Bob Murphy ran the process from our perspective. We had great board involvement through Colin Haywood and Angie Bain, who's on our, on our um, management team as well too, along with Belly and myself and Joe Bride and a couple of others. And it was just a fantastic process. We had a significant amount of applicants. Um, that went down to a short list of six, um, and then finally, who, who were all interviewed, and then um, three at the very short list he presented, and um, we, were, we were pumped with the, the type of and, ca- and and capability of the candidates, and and Lisa shone through and was a unanimous choice in the end, which we're, we're ecstatic about.
0: With that in mind, and Martin Pieman, who was who is someone I I've endorsed i think you should be coaching in the aflw system and has got a great track record and i think will make a great aflw coach if she went close to getting it and i know you just said that lisa webb was the unanimous would it not be in your footy club's interest to get Martin pierman into the afl system as a as a senior assistant coach in the aflw system or was she offered that or was that not a conversation that beaten candidates would have uh, because now she just sort of Dissipate, or I don't know what she does. To be honest, uh, did you have that conversation about getting included alongside Lisa Webb?
2: Well, look, it's not appropriate for me to we discuss unsuccessful candidates um, specifically, Goss. But your point's a really good one in the sense that um, we're able to talk to some um, phenomenally talented and promising people. Any AFLW space, some locally and, and some interstate, you know, we cast the net nationwide as you'd expect us to. Um, so often when you go through these types of processes, you look at it and as you've quite rightly intimated, think, geez, um, this person's been really close in this process and incredibly uh, professional and impressive in a whole number of different ways, but didn't quite get, get across the line. Is there some other opportunities? So that's something that will certainly look at in the fullness of time. Um, but, yeah, as I said at the top, it's not appropriate for me to comment on individuals who missed out, specifically.
1: Cal, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're not allowed to, in your response, say the words process or play a vote. <laughs> uh, where are you at with the captain, <laughs> mate? Come on, Cal, Can you just announce just a bloody captain? captain.
2: So what are the two words, the process or vote?
1: Uh, yeah, or play uh, a
2: uh, vote, uh, yeah. Disallowed. Okay. Um we will be consulting with key stakeholders within our organization <laughs> over the next ten to fourteen days, Two at which weeks. time we hope to arrive at a decision which we will provide you uh, accordingly. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. Nah, look, Hold on. I think Dale's on the Dale's on the record of saying that um that he's certainly keen for either whether it be two or at least one to have the new leadership group and structure in place for for either both or, or one of the practice matches we've got going, coming up in in the next 2 weeks. So we've got Adelaide uh, at Coburn here at Coburn on Friday week uh, and then we played Port Adelaide at Fremantle Oval on Thursday the Thursday following that. So um, it's not going to be long. You know, We're going to work through it. Uh, but we, again, just want to make sure that we do it in the appropriate way We We'll do it as quickly as we can without compromising it. So um, we'll be there shortly.
1: Galo, if someone asked you how much you were paid to do your job, you'd probably tell them to get stuff. Do you think it's fair that we discuss and know players' payments?
2: Yeah, we're a bit torn on this one, Scotty. You're right. It's interesting. I mean, there's so much of the players' lives um, that is... Seemingly, seemingly fair game um, and that's just part and parcel of it. So this kind of feels like the last bastion a bit, doesn't it, in the sense that um, we know roughly, we know the average, we know what the, the very best players are played, we just don't specifically um, uh, attribute it to individual players. So I'll, I'm a bit torn on it, to be frank, because you know, you're you in our game and you're working on through free agency and trade period and that type of thing and you have a very good handle just through industry sources and And working through the the various levels of of research that you do of what they are. So, you know, newspapers aren't far off with this type of thing either. So, the next step clearly is doing that. So, I I see some benefits to it, but some downsides as well, too. So, I'm not that sitting on the fence, mate. But now that it's average, you and I went through the similar area. My first contract, I think, was seven and a half grand base in 1994.
1: So, um, I got you covered. Mine was twelve and a half, mate. I couldn't believe how much they were paying me. Hmm. Well, you're a big name. Um, Midfielder, well, Scotty. It was twelve and, uh, and, half was and a half and fifteen hundred a game. I couldn't believe it.
0: My first paycheck was eighty two dollars.
1: Yep. Yeah, were well, that what, pounds or dollars?
0: Oh, You're an ordinary bloke. <laughs> hey, as Simon. Before we do let you go, and we appreciate it. Um, how much do you earn? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to get stuffed. <laughs> More than you, guys. I oh, know. <laughs> hey, hey, that's not so, that's not so much, yeah. Carlo. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, mate. Good on you. Good chat. And uh, look, we look forward to seeing it, it's such positive news <laughs> coming out of out of Fremantle and um, trouble free. Let's hope it's a trouble free rest of the pre season with those two hitouts against the Adelaide clubs. And we look forward to seeing what Fremantle can do. The window is open to really make an impact again this year and maybe next as well. Appreciate your time, mate, and uh, keep up the good work.
2: Thanks for your support, boys, and having me on. Uh, yeah. Look forward to next time.
0: Yeah, sure. good on you. There's Simon Garlick, CEO, and we appreciate this, Tommy. He's got a great sense of humour, and he's a great leader of that football club. Yeah, and book him uh, in for
2: two weeks' time. Yeah, book him in for two
0: weeks' time, the day before they announce the captain, and we'll probe him again. Yeah, oh, he's got gardening to do, <laughs> jock straw, <laughs> him for two weeks. A break to wrap things up on SENWA Breakfast.